Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast with your host, Blake Chapman of State Insurance USA, located in Fort Myers and Estera, Florida. Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast. I'm Gail Langer, and I am on the agency relations team here at State Insurance USA. We actually created State Insurance Cares a couple of years ago with the purpose of donating to a different local charity every month. And we actually have a recipient, I'm really excited, of one of those charities here with us today, Jeannie Garansky. She's the Executive Director of Hope for Kids Incorporated. Jeannie, I'm so glad you could be here with us today. Thank you for being a guest on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Gail. I appreciate it. Well, Jeannie, could you please explain to our listeners about Hope for Kids? What exactly is that? Certainly. So um, eight years ago, we wanted to help families that were in the community that were struggling, but um, didn't necessarily qualify for any type of services. Um, More in particular, like you make too much money for food stamps, but your car broke down and now it's either fix the car or feed the kids. So we wanted to be kind of a gap agency to take care of families that fell uh, in those categories. And that moved us also into the foster care system and supporting children in foster care and helping make sure all their needs are met. Well, how did you actually get started, Jeannie? What, how, you know, what steps did you take? How did it happen? I know that sure. our listeners would love to know that. Um, about 15 or 16 years ago, our daughters had a friend who was in foster care and we were asked to step up and take her into our home. And so we kind of saw firsthand just kind of the chaos, you know, when you're taking in another child and making sure all their needs are going to be met and all the different things that they need. And then the caseworkers work really, really hard, um, but there's there's not enough caseworkers. There's anywhere between 2,400 and 2,800 children in Southwest Florida only uh, in foster care every single month. So there's a, there's a great need. There's not enough foster homes. Uh, there's not enough counselors. There's not enough support system. And so um, we wanted to help meet those needs uh, to just kind of make those transitions smoother. So when a child comes into foster care, um, as a matter of fact, I just got one a call this morning. I just took in a 17-month-old. I have nothing. Um, so we provide uh, the clothing and the necessities immediately and then ongoing support from there also. That is incredible. How many did you say? 2,800? Yes, there's there's 2,400. So that's five counties. That's going to be Collier County, Lee County, Charlotte County, Hendry, and Glades. Unbelievable. So you've just got this 17-month-old. So no clothes, no diapers, no food, no anything? Right, right. So, so um, what, well, how's that going to look like? How, what, where would you start? How, um, okay, how would you so, so when the community found out what, that we were doing this, they started donating so many things, mounds of things um, to help us that we decided uh, it was way too much to store and too costly to store, waiting for mm-hmm. someone to need it. So we just opened a thrift store. We're located on um, Tamiami Trail, US 41, right in the Island Park area. Uh, just a little north of Aliko Road. And so all these, uh, we have take clothing for adults and children, um, home decor, furniture, you name it, we have it here. Um, so we take it in and it's available to the public to purchase, which helps fund when we, like if I need to buy a car seat for this baby today because we don't store them here, 
uh, the proceeds from the sales in the thrift store by the things that are not actually donated. So I will go okay. out and I look through what we have and gather what a family needs and then what, what they still need is purchased. Okay. How are you contacted about that? I mean, how, I'm, how are you made aware of that? I'm, um, I have contacts with um, uh, Children's Network, which is our DCF, is probably a familiar term to everyone. I have um, contacts through case managers. I work with other organizations. I'm parent groups that are uh, foster parents know about us. Um, so we're, we're just, you know, randomly in the community. Somebody knows of a need and then they contact us. Wow. What a network that must be. Yes. Yeah, I have to, I, let me just interject one thing in here. One of the things that we do is um, children that age out of foster care that have never been adopted have a very difficult time ever being able to purchase a car. So we started a program called Cars for Kids. We do a bingo event the first Monday night of every month um, at a restaurant here in, in our shopping center. And we raise money that goes into this pool. And then when we get to six, between six and $10,000, we will lend a child in foster care interest-free money to purchase a car. And then as they're paying back, it replenishes that fund and um, continues to help give out more money to more children. That's what a wonderful thing, Jeannie. Really, truly. Well, what is one thing that you would really like our listeners to know about Hope for Kids that maybe they wouldn't normally know? What What would you like to get out? Get out. There? I I think the the big thing is we do not, as a community and really as a nation, understand the crisis of foster care. It takes an incredible amount of people to um, to care for children. And it, it's not just the children. So the children have been removed from the home. There's still a family that they were taken from. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and sometimes with very good cause, not every single child coming into foster care falls under the umbrella of what we normally see on the news, like they are killed. Um, it's families that are struggling that need resources and friends and encouragement and accountability and help to, um, to have a better life. And so I think the biggest thing I really try to emphasize is you might not be a foster parent. I'm not in a position any longer where I'm a foster parent, but there is something that every single person can do. We are about to take 67 children to camp for a week. um, And you can sponsor a child to go to camp. It costs us $500 to take every single child to camp. You can provide a sleeping bag. Children in foster care do not have sleeping bags. Um, so, and then we cook meals for, for there's group homes where there are children that are not living in foster homes, but they are in foster care. You can make a meal there. There's so many ways to help. It doesn't have to actually be taking a child into your house. Mm-hmm. I can actually relate to this a lot, Jeannie. Um, before I was born, um, during World War II, my mom used to um, take care of what they called back then wards of the court. And they were children that were taken from their homes for one reason or another. And actually, I have a sister that is my adoptive sister that was one of those children. And so my mom had her from the time she was like two weeks old and until my, well, you know, until my dad got um, out of the service and, and then she, she stopped doing that. But um, yeah, they adopted my sister when she was two. And so it just, um, this is just really all rings 
you know, a lot to me. It, it brings back a lot of, of stories that, that my mom told and, and people that are out there that are willing to do that. Um, it's really, take your head off to them for sure. Well, how well, can our listeners, I'm sorry, Jeannie, go ahead. I was going to say, let's just talk about the foster parent for one minute. They, they take in a child, usually a, children that are being removed are in a sibling group. They don't ever want to split the children up. So maybe mm -hmm. you've taken in two or three or sometimes five children. Um, you have to get all those children in front of a doctor within 24 hours. There's a lot of guidelines that go along with that. It's not just, mm -hmm. oh, you take them into your home and feed them breakfast in the morning. Right. There's, there's all, I mean, who has a random amount of shoes available in their house? Children always come into care with absolutely nothing. So... Um, mm -hmm. There's, there's all kinds of support for those families um, that can go on too. I know one of the big questions is, well, don't foster parents get money? They get about $400 a month per child. Then there's daycare bills. There's a lot of single mother, there's a lot of single women and men that take, will take in children. So there's just, there's just a lot of different ways to help um, support what's going on in foster care. Jeannie, one of the um, charities that we gave to uh, in fact, they've actually been on on, on our Susie from Laces of Love. Um, we actually donated to them. Are you aware of their organization and what they do? Yes, yes. There's okay. a lot of uh, there's a lot of good organizations, and we we help each other. Um, although we're each very kind of specific in what we do, one mm -hmm. organization I love is called Better Together, and they actually intervene in the life of the family before the children are taken into foster care. Um, and then I also work with an office where children have been taken into care, but the parents have done really well and everything the court has asked to get the children back. And so then there's support services for them afterwards. Um, so yes, there are, it, it, I don't think what happens in foster care here really can be accomplished for these families to be successful. Um, if it, if it wasn't for a bunch of different organizations, like I, there's no way you could have one organization that would just be able to handle every aspect of what we're talking about when we talk about a child being in care. I see that. It, it would be impossible. Yeah. Well, well, that is amazing. Well, how do they, how can our listeners help? What, how can they get in touch with you to learn more? Sure, absolutely. So if uh, one of the best ways is if you go to our website, which is www.hope.com, and then SWFL for Southwest Florida .org. You'll you'll get some basic information about what we do. You'll also see two pages which are which are still being updated and worked on. So the information is correct, but we're still working on it. Those are specific needs that children have or specific needs a family has. I have a family right now with six children who has a stove in their house with one burner working. So if you want to buy them a stove, that'd be great. But if you have a stove that you can donate, that's going to last for a little while, we could come pick it up. Um, so specific needs are always on our website. And then the other best way to follow what's going on is our Facebook page that um, handles all the information for the thrift store that we, resale store that we run. And that is the Hope CO Resale Store. So we post um, everything that's available here. Um, but we also post updates all the time. We'll be getting lots of updates for the next couple of weeks while we're at camp. Okay. Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Truly, um, thanks for all you do and all you provide for the needs of the children in Southwest Florida. Truly Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you.
Thanks. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to let people know that, that there is a need and there's big ways to help, but there are very small, impactful ways also. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening today. Our next podcast, we are anxious to bring you a story of another local charity that we've donated to and what they're doing to help our community. If you'd like to see a complete list of the charities that have been impacted so far by State Insurance Cares, you can go to our website at www.stateinsuranceusa.com. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to the State Insurance Cares podcast. To learn more about State Insurance USA, go to www.stateinsuranceusa.com or call 239-567-9992.